Welcome to the R. Jackson Home Podcast. Uh, I have the pleasure of being joined by one of our local educators today, uh, Nathan Lewis. Uh, welcome to the podcast. I'm glad to be here. Uh, Nathan, uh, for the people who uh, I, we just met, and so I don't know a whole lot about you, um, but what uh, if people don't know you, what should they know about you? I grew up in Jackson. Um, actually, I grew up in Three-Way, uh, between Three-Way and Medina, okay. and uh, have seen that community grow. Went to school in Jackson, uh, Tennessee from fourth grade up, and uh, and then went to Dyersburg for about seven or eight years, and then returned to Jackson about uh, seven years ago, and uh, and this is home, and, and enjoy being in the Jackson area. Gotcha. And which high school did you go to? Went to Northside High School. Gotcha. And um, and so you are in education. Where did you uh, go to college? I went to Fried Hardeman, and actually I'm still enrolled. Hopefully this summer I will finish my doctoral degree in administration and supervision at, at Fried Hardeman. That's awesome. Um, that uh, doctoring is a lot of school. It is. I, um, I basically have been enrolled uh, since I was 18, and I'm 35 years old. <laughs> I've had a few semesters off, um, but uh, I will be glad to finish this degree. Yeah, so... So you've been, you said you went to Dyersburg for a while. Were you teaching in Dyersburg? I wasn't. Actually, I was a youth minister when okay. I was in Dyersburg, but I was in the schools, and, um, and, and then I left that profession to come into education about eight years ago. And, is, and so that's about when you came back to Jackson, yes. too. So, so you've been teaching in our schools in here. In yes, I, I have taught in Jackson schools. I was an instructional coach. I've been an assistant principal the last uh, few years, mm-hmm. and then now I'll take on this new role as the academic coordinator at the Early College High. That's awesome. So currently, though, you're the assistant principal at Rose, Middle, Rose Hill Middle School. Is, have you been at Rose Hill your entire time here in Jackson? I have, I've been at Rose Hill for five years. Okay. And so I began as a teacher there, and then I've, I've had various roles at, at Rose Hill since I've been there. And you're transitioning to the academic coordinator at the JCM Early College High, and we'll talk about that more in a minute. But So so you started a youth minister. You've transitioned to education. Why, um, why, did, you, why did you want to be in education? That's a great question. Um, as, a, as a youth minister, I enjoyed working with, with kids and enjoyed working with young people and helping them uh, in, in their life pursuits. And uh, got to be in the schools a lot, got to work with the young people. And so when I was uh, looking at coming back to Jackson, I had a degree in history and um, I wanted to, to teach. And uh, as I taught uh, middle school students, I really enjoyed that and really enjoyed helping shape um, how they viewed the world, how they Mm -hmm. looked at the world, and and politics and geography and and all the things that make up history, especially the students, some of our inner city students who don't travel outside of Jackson much, Mm -hmm. and to expose them to to a larger world, I really enjoyed that process. And so I decided uh, to pursue more education Mm -hmm. in in that field, and uh, and that has led me to, uh, to this doctoral program hopefully that will be finished soon. So how, so you kind of moved out of the day-to-day teaching, it sounds like, into more of an administration role? Correct. The last few years I've been in, in administration, um, but still in classrooms, still um, uh, go, to, go to rooms a lot and, and observe teachers. Uh, so although I'm not teaching on a daily basis, I am still involved in the mm-hmm. academics of the school. Mm-hmm. Um, so then a little bit about your personal life. You have family. Uh, I think you mentioned a daughter. I do. Uh, and, and one of the reasons I'm so interested in the uh, Jackson Massey County Public Schools is I do have an 11-year-old daughter who's in fifth grade, mm-hmm. and she uh, will be um, going to middle school next year. And we're looking at a few different options for that, as yeah. the Massey County school system does offer several different options, um, at the, especially at the middle and high school levels. And so um, w- one of the things I always say is people ask me why I work hard. 
as I want to, I want to work as hard for uh, the children of, of other people as I expect people to work for my child and, uh, and the education they've given her. You know, I feel like you should put that on a t-shirt and we should sell that because that mentality is the kind of mentality and we've never met before and so I don't know a whole lot about you personally but if that is legitimately your motivation you may need to run for president because I think it will. you might be more qualified no than uh, some of the other people that it, are it running. I haven't been talking about education enough Yeah, in my opinion. So. Well, Nathan, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to head into the first break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the early college high and what that is that unique program that's coming to Jackson. So, or it's already started, but from our front porch to yours, this is our Jackson home. And we're back with uh, Nathan Lewis, who is going to uh, assume his role as the academic coordinator for the JCM Early College High this summer, or I guess... It, it actually has already started. It's already I, started. I, but uh, I will officially begin that in, in June. In June. Um, so so why are you interested in, or what is Early College High? Okay. Uh, just to give a little background, mm-hmm. um, Dr. Ruffin came in uh, three years ago, and Dr. Ruffin uh, laid out several plans. One of those was uh, the uh, academy uh, that ended up being at Northeast, which is now the Northeast Academy. And um, luckily, I was able to serve on the committee uh, that, that helped plan uh, Northeast Academy, and I enjoyed that process. Uh, and at that time, decided uh, not to pursue uh, working in the academy, but wanted to make sure that was an option for students. And so, luckily, uh, the next year, when Dr. Ruffin uh, had the plan to start the Early College High, um, and, and uh, was able to serve on that committee as well. And so even though I wasn't involved uh, directly with the Early College High this year, um, I was involved in the process of, of forming the Early College High, mm-hmm. of, of developing a vision, of, of getting to visit schools that had Early College High programs, and, and was excited about offering that to high school students in Jackson. And, and I really um, like uh, to offer students uh, a lot of opportunities, and not only to address... Um, for instance, Madison is a great program, and that serves many of our students. Um, Liberty and, and some of the other high schools have specific programs, yeah. but, but I want our students to have as many opportunities as possible. And so I, I try to be involved in that process. And so Early College High was one of those programs. I saw a lot of potential mm-hmm. and wanted that to be offered. And so um, this year, uh, Dr. Ruffin uh, came to me, and, uh, and I was you know, offered the position at... Yeah. Uh, early college high and uh, I didn't hesitate uh, to take that that position even though I knew uh, moving to a new building would be a challenge mm-hmm. uh, obviously uh, this year we'll just have freshmen and sophomores and we'll add you know a grade each year so that that's a growing program um, but uh, but I saw a lot of potential and saw a need to help students uh, who might not otherwise have an opportunity to, to receive college credit or go to college yeah what a great opportunity to build a culture um, one of the things I, I was in, involved with student life during college, and one of the things that I saw was whatever the seniors are doing is great, but the, the entire culture can change in four years. And you guys have a fresh start to build a culture that you, that you have the opportunity to really shape to see what, um, what you want that student body to look like. 
Correct. Uh, this year, uh, the program has been at Northside, mm-hmm. um, and, and there's 50 students enrolled in that program. Um, but I, I've, I've been to meet with them several times and, and talk to them about how important it is that they're that first group, that they set the tone, and mm-hmm. that they will, as we, bring, uh, as we move to a new building and as we bring a larger group of, of freshmen next year mm-hmm. into, the, uh, into the early college high, it is going to be important for them to, to see the role model, to see uh, the tone set by the current group. And, uh, and, and their role is so important. They'll always be the first group yeah, of, of early college high students in Jackson. Um, and one of the great things about this program, uh, there's only um, two others that I know of in the state of okay. Tennessee. Now in Texas, there's 50 or 60 programs. Michigan has 30 or 40 programs. Ohio has 30 or 40. Um, some states, Delaware only has one or two. Georgia only has one or two. So some, some states are, are where Tennessee's at. Early college highs, about 10 or 12 years old, mm-hmm. uh, the, the concept. Um, so it's exciting in Tennessee to, to be part of something yeah. new, to be part of a, a, a new way of looking at high school yeah. instead of just dual enrollment or just uh, maybe taking a night college class to actually incorporate that into the high school curriculum. Yeah, so talk to me more about what that means. So basically our students uh, during their freshman year Mm-hmm. will have the opportunity to take a, a, about nine hours or three college-level classes. Now, they would be entry-level college classes. One of those is uh, a class called College Success, um, and, and all of these classes are offered through um, Jackson State uh, Community College, uh, one of our partners. Um, but in that class, they're taught, what, what does college look like? What are some basic mm-hmm. college skills I need? How do I study for college? Uh, they take another one um, at, during their freshman year called um, uh, College to Career uh, Navigation. And that's where we introduce our four strands, which I'll, I'll talk about in a minute, okay. uh, is, is we help them decide and develop which career path they may want to take. And then they have a couple other options. One of those is a lifetime wellness, a, a PE, uh, college level credit, and then they can take a computer class, um, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons we're interested in working with the, the co, yeah. because um, uh, Madison is doing some exciting things, and some of the other high school, um, yeah. are, are, we went and talked to a few teachers um, about some of the things they've been doing with coding. Yeah. And so one of our uh, strands is computer information systems. Gotcha. And so, so they have an option uh, for that freshman year. So we, we want them to finish about nine hours freshman year. Okay. And, and freshman and sophomore year, all the college classes they take will be on our campus. Okay. So, so we will have teachers that are Jackson, Madison County teachers, for the most part, that are qualified to teach the college level classes. Mm-hmm. Could be a few exceptions where maybe a Jackson State professor comes and teaches mm-hmm. a course. And those credits are from Jackson State? Correct, okay. towards an associate's degree. Okay. The ultimate objective uh, within the early college high is, is up to an associate's degree. Okay. So you, you could get a year of credit, you could get a year and a half, but you ultimately have the opportunity to get an associate's degree. Okay. Uh, about 60 hours depending on which program. Um, sophomore year, again, about nine to 12 hours, a humanities level credit, again, depending on how your schedule uh, works, possibly the computer credit, uh, history, uh, college level credit. So within that freshman and sophomore year, we want them to leave with, a, with around 18, possibly 21 hours of college credit. Wow. Um, and, and, and basically the way that works is you have, um, you have to have 28 credits to graduate high school. But, uh, and, and 32 is, is what you can read. So you have some electives. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically in place of elective, you're placing a college course. Okay. Um, and so um, you, you um, work that into that schedule. But also, for instance, the junior and senior year, 
which is the plan, and, and we're um, working on with this on Jackson State. We have one more year, luckily, mm-hmm. for to get ready for that. Yeah, um, they'll be taking some cl- classes on Jackson State campus, so we will transport them there, and and they'll take classes. And by senior year, it will be almost a full college load. They'll take one or two courses on our campus, mm-hmm. and then they'll have opportunity to spend most of their day at Jackson State. Wow. Um, but but basically, um, you can uh, they like English Comp One, a college level course. We can uh, insert that in place of English Three, which is a normal high school class at the junior level. Correct. So so mm-hmm. we have some flexibility as long as we're showing that we're still meeting those high school credits. So we're constantly weaving these courses in and out, okay. uh, and they they have a framework to do that because they still have to have your algebra one, your English one, your biology one, uh, the, the the core of the the high school credits. Yeah. So. Um, that's how we're able to do that. Um, they have to stick to a pretty tight uh, schedule yeah. to be able to do that. Uh, there's some opportunity for some short courses, summer courses, mm-hmm. and, and if they're close to the associate's degree, you know, they can take a night course and things like that as well. So Jackson State has worked really good with us. Um, do you want me to talk about the paths a little bit? Yeah. What are the four? Okay. You mentioned there's four strains. The the four strands. So strands. When, when, yeah. Strains is a completely <laughs> different feeling so strands strands make much more sense and, and they they may feel like it's a strain at times but <laughs> um so the four strands basically uh, when when we were uh, when the, the committee was forming our college high what careers do we have that are in jackson mm-hmm. that we currently do not have enough students okay. to fill? what what is the need well uh, one of our biggest needs in jackson tennessee is uh health care Mm-hmm. And, and we obviously have West Tennessee Healthcare. We now have Tenova, mm-hmm. uh, and and so um, pre-allied health is one of our strands. Uh, and and during that, they can get a, a, several different associate's degrees offered through Jackson State. That um, they can't start nursing school till they're eighteen, but they can do a lot of prerequisites. But there are other things like they can do some prerequisites uh, to to be able to do EMT. They can um, they can do medical transcriptionists. There's a lot of different areas that they can. Mm-hmm. Um, can cover or at least get prepared so when they're 18 they can start um, nursing or, or some yeah. of those other programs. Um, another strand is um, computer information systems. Uh, that's a growing and, and yeah. I did not realize um, how big that had gotten in Jackson the last few years and how, how many different things were going on in Jackson. And mm-hmm. so um, some of the other high schools have already started uh, weaving more of the computer and the coding yeah. into their courses and web design. And so one of our areas will be computer information systems. And one of the things unique to that area, not only could you get an associate's degree, but if, 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 that's, if you, you didn't want to necessarily complete the associate's degree, you can pick up a lot of different certifications. Okay. So, one of our, our goals is not only to prepare a student for college, but some students can get college credit and say, I'm ready to go to work. I'm 18, yeah. and, and I, I may not want to go to college right now, but I have these certificates that I can show competence in, in certain areas, and, and I'm ready to go into the workforce. Um, another area we have is advanced manufacturing. We have a lot of yeah. factories in our area. And what I have learned, um, and I guess I should say, and this, this would have been good in, in talking about my background, um, I, um, I have a brother. Um, who lives in Memphis, who owns a company with 140 employees. Okay. He has a tool and die degree from McKellar Sipes, uh, okay. which is now the TCAT, TCAT Center. Yeah. Uh, my father's a cabinet maker mm-hmm. and does, does well. My um, uh, mother is a director uh, of, a, of a floor at Jackson General, uh, is, is a nurse, but, but she's now a director. And uh, I have a brother who's an EMT at, at West Tennessee Healthcare. So all of my family, except my mother, who had... Mm-hmm. Uh, 
probably should mention her age, but who recently finished her four-year degree. Um, I'm the only one that has uh, okay. advanced degrees, yeah. and, and yet they have all been very successful. Yeah, absolutely. And so I used to tell every student, you've got to go to college. Mm-hmm. You, you, you just have to. Uh, and what I, the last few years, have, have started to realize is you need some kind of training. Yeah. That may be a four-year university. That may be a two-year college. That may be some kind of, kind of workforce program. Oh, yeah. And so my, my thinking on that has changed. Uh, and I, and I, if, if you look at education, I think that's changed over the last few years. Mm-hmm. And, and students... At least in Tennessee, for sure. Definitely. Uh, like work like the TCAT's doing. Correct. And the AMT program at Jackson State are just mind-boggling awesome. And, and all kinds of opportunities that students didn't even know they had before. Mm-hmm. And so one of our paths is advanced manufacturing. And that path, we, we do have a partnership with TCAT. Um, that will develop more as we have students mm-hmm. who are old enough to go to, to TCAT programs. Um, but, but the hope there is their senior year, they would come and take a math or English high school credit in the morning mm-hmm. and then spend the rest of their day at the TCAT Center yeah. and getting a certification in one of the areas offered at TCAT. They have a, an advanced manufacturing type um, certificate they have uh, welding they have refrigeration I mean they have an enormous amount of programs Mm -hmm. so that's one of our strands uh, obviously a need in our area and then the um, last strand is is teaching we have a need for teachers in our area and and, in our schools and so the the good thing in the teaching is you can focus in science you can focus on math or history Mm -hmm. um, and and also receive some general uh, courses on on what it's like to be a teacher we have um, where you could get a certification in a pre-K type mm-hmm. area. And then obviously um, you could um, have a lot of your, your prerequisites in the area you're gonna focus on so that once you completed the associates program, you would be ready to go right into your junior year at a four-year university. Wow. So that's our fourth strand. As a high, like coming As out a, of high school, yes. you can walk into your junior year at a four-year Correct, year you could have an associates degree, apply to a four-year university, and graduate at 20 years of age and be ready to go to work. That's crazy. And, and people, uh, as I talk to people, sometimes they, they seem shocked. Or Can this really be done? Yeah. I said last week in a conference in Atlanta, and they had several students who had been through early college eyes on a panel. Uh, one of them was in his first year of med school. Um, he had went to an early college high. As a, so and and he was what? 23 years old. Wow. Uh, there was a young lady who had applied and, and uh, was fixing to go to law school. There was a, another a student who was, uh, it was a medical career. And so they had some students who had been quite successful. Mm-hmm. One was raised by his grandmother. One had eight or nine brothers and sisters. And, and, and so they talked about their story, but early college high provided them some opportunities where they may have had, had struggled um, to go to college yeah. uh, or to university. And, uh, and so I, that's where I get excited about exposing students who might have earlier thought, I, I don't know that I can college level work I don't know that I can succeed mm-hmm. but as a, as a freshman or sophomore you're visiting campus you, you know you can take a college level course yeah. by junior and senior year you're spending time on campus you now realize I, I can I can go to college yeah this this is not as it's, it's, it's not as hard as I thought it was but I've just got to be dedicated to completing the process and to if I need help to seek help and so we want to support them in a high school atmosphere yeah um, but for instance, our, on our campus, we won't have bells. 
they will have to be able to get to class on time. Yeah. They'll have some freedoms, uh, you know, and with freedom uh, comes responsibility yeah. that, that, that they'll be able to, to have uh, as, as long as they um, can handle that in a mature way um, because it's a smaller group, uh, because they're expected to know what it's like to be a college student. Mm-hmm. And so as I saw that um, uh, at that conference, the early college high conference in Atlanta, I was just amazed at, I'm afraid sometimes we don't, um, allow high school students to do certain things because we don't think they can. Mm-hmm. And if they're challenged and they're motivated and they see opportunity um, and we hold them to a high standard, yeah. I think we would be amazed at what they can achieve. So you hinted at this. What's the target student for this program? The, the target student, one of the things we look for in, in interviews uh, is we look at their grades, as we look at um, that they fill out an essay, their parent fills in an essay, is are they willing to work? Mm-hmm. So we, we look at their GPA, but it's not the sole determining factor. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as they are a student and have recommendations from the teacher that this student is willing to work, that they are motivated, mm-hmm. um, they have a good chance to be accepted into the program. Uh, obviously, if a student has all A's and no discipline problems, and they're going to be considered. But but a, a C student who is willing to work hard, who shows motivation, who shows that that with some support they can be successful, is going to be considered as well. And so we do not have a, a minimum GPA at this point. Um, we do explain to the parents and the student it's a rigorous program. We're we're going to offer help. We're going to offer support. Uh, for you to be successful, but but that's going to require you to put in some extra time. That's going to mm-hmm. require um, you to to be willing to to work towards that. And um, and and I've been very impressed by the students who have applied uh, and who we interviewed um, just uh, recently, uh, and and their motivating factors. Nathan, this is fascinating, and I want to talk more about it. But we need to head into a break. And so, uh, and we'll come back and we'll talk more about this amazing program that's happening right here in our city. So, between the Tennessee and Mississippi rivers, this is our Jackson home. And welcome back to the Our Jackson Home podcast. I'm here with Nathan Lewis, the incoming academic coordinator at the JCM Early College High. Uh, Nathan, we were just talking about you're going to have freshmen taking some college classes, freshmen in high school taking college classes, sophomores being on campus taking classes. How that College can be hard. Um, and so how are you guys going to ensure that these students succeed? Because I feel like you're asking a lot of them. Well, one of the, the great things about these students is they understand coming into a program that it, it's going to be rigorous, that they're going to be challenged, and they're motivated. They have a, a goal in mind. And um, one of the things that we, we will do on the high school side is we will have supports in place. Uh, we will have extra times on Friday. We'll have a flexible schedule. We'll have a shortened classes. And then in the afternoon, we may have seminars some months, um, some weeks. Uh, we'll have time built in where they can spend with a teacher maybe in an area they're struggling mm-hmm. or that they need some extra help. Uh, Jackson State has been great about offering their library to our students, uh, about offering support through the college campus as mm-hmm. well for those courses. Uh, they're strategic about the teachers that they choose uh, to, to help uh, to work with us. Um, and one of the things I look for is, as the administrator, uh, as one of the administrators at Early College High, is obviously I need teachers with certifications. I need them, in many cases, to be able to teach a college-level course as well. So they either have to have a master's degree or a master's. 
plus 18 to be able to teach in specific areas. Um, but is do they understand that they are to challenge students and to provide rigor, but also to offer support? Mm-hmm. These are still high school students. Yeah, They can complete a college course, but they may need help, as, as many college students need. Um, are, and, and I'm looking for that teacher who says, I'm willing to put in as much time and willing to help them as, as much as I see them being motivated, as much as I see them wanting to succeed. And... Um, and that also lends itself to, is one of the reasons why um, our, our max is about 100 students per, per year. So the school is not designed to be over uh, about 400 students once we add. So 100 per service. class. About 100 per class, yeah. yes. So, and, and the programs, um, when we visit different places, have anywhere between 60, 70, and about 100 students. Mm-hmm. There's a few exceptions. Um, but, but again, um, because you're trying to meet college requirements, because you're having students on campus, and yeah. all these other things going on, it's easier to do that with a smaller class size. Mm-hmm. And um, so, uh, luckily, in going to visit some schools and, and, and going to some conferences, I have been amazed at what high school students have been able to accomplish and, and be successful at uh, in taking college courses. So it's, it's definitely something that's very doable, very possible. And, uh, and a lot of times, some of these high school students, we were told, um, stand out in their college level classes. Yeah. Well, so right across the street is, uh, is, JC, is uh, Madison. How, I know you've described some things that I think are, I see as different, but some people might not have too much of an understanding like, oh, we've already got a high achieving public school specifically for those students. What, how does this separate from Madison? And, and we're actually just across the parking lot from Madison. Um, first, first of all, we will have a unique relationship with Madison and that we will play our sports in Madison. So okay. we will not offer our own sports teams. Mm-hmm. Number one, we're a smaller campus. Yeah. So our students will be able to play sports with Madison. Um, there will be a few courses, uh, for instance, band, chorus, um, that students will have the opportunity to take at Madison. Mm-hmm. Now, students in this program have to understand that taking electives, and we want them to, to be willing to, to be able to do that. We want those, them to have those opportunities, but they also have to understand you have to, to, to complete the associate's degree. Um, time is of, of, the, you know, of, of essence, mm-hmm. and you have to be able to fit all that in. And so that may keep you or, or limit you to, to not be able to finish the associate's degree, but you could still get college credit. Yeah. Um, and so, but we, want, we also want to offer a student that if that's something they're interested in. Mm-hmm. So we will work with Madison. So, um, but but they do serve two different um, types of student. For instance, one of the differences is Madison is a lottery, and, and I think some people forget that. In other words, to get into Madison, you simply apply, and they have a certain number of slots. There's a lottery system, and if your number's chosen, then you get to get into Madison, um, and if not, you go into a waiting list. Mm-hmm. Um, now, to stay at Madison, you do have to maintain a certain GPA. Um, we are not a lottery system. Uh, you get into early college high by an application process, by an interview process, uh, and so we, we are not restricted um, uh, as far as uh, we have this certain number of slots and in and, and a, and a drawing, in essence. And so that is one difference. Um, we also, um, in Madison, you can definitely, and, and, and I want to say Madison is a great program and, and one of the best high schools in the state. Yeah. And so this is not to take, take away from Madison. This is a, a program that is uh, helping um, to, to give more students a different opportunity. 
Um, but Madison has dual enrollment credits and those things. One of the unique things with this program is you're, you choose one of four tracks, which we mentioned, computer information systems, pre-allied health, teaching, advanced manufacturing. You're exposed to specific courses in those four areas as you prepare for that career. Mm -hmm. That is a lot different than uh, Madison where you are, are definitely taking honors courses, but you're not on any specific track towards a specific career. Yeah. So that's a, a one a one large difference. Um, also, um, at Madison, there are a few opportunities for you to go take a, like a college level class um, uh, in, in certain, um, certain uh, high need courses. Um, but um, being able to go and spend the day on campus is definitely different than any other, other high schools yeah. at this time. And to be part of the college campus and uh, to be exposed to that and go into um, classes on a regular basis is um, is different than anything offered at this point. Mm -hmm. And so those are some of the differences. Uh, one of the things um, Early College High is designed to do is to take um, students, uh, many of whom will be first-generation college students, who don't have uh, parents who either completed or have ever attended uh, uh, university or college after high school. And so they'll be exposed to, to college. What does that look like? How does that feel? Uh, what is it like to take a college course um, that maybe they don't have the background to mm -hmm. do that? And so we want to expose them out. Uh, we will take them on college trips um, all across the state of Tennessee uh, to expose them to mm -hmm. different colleges, although Jackson State and the TCAT Center are our partners at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to expose them to other universities as well and in and, and different areas they may want to pursue. Absolutely. Well, those are, that's, that is, that is, an amazing opportunity for the city of Jackson. Um, you mentioned that you guys are right across the parking lot from Madison, so you guys are in the, the, the JCM building. Correct. Um, we um, There's the main JCM campus um, on, um, I think it's the east side of, of Royal Street, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not sure, but we will not use that part. We will use what uh, has been called uh, the JCM Annex or the JCM Vocational Building. Um, Currently, architects are, are redesigning that building. It will look very different in the fall, mm -hmm. and um, and that will be the early college high. Again, um, it will mainly house freshmen and sophomore. When we have juniors and seniors, they will take some courses on okay. our campus, yeah. but we don't need a gigantic campus, even though it, it's a pretty large building, because they will spend a lot of their day on the, the college campus. Yeah. Um, and so um, that will be our building. Um, one of the things, um, we, we have kept the JCM name, so it's J Jackson Central Mary Early College High. Um, we have uh, kept the mascot and the, um, and the colors of JCM and the uniform colors, and we want um, to keep that, um, that tie to the downtown area, to JCM, and to the many years that JCM has, has been in our, uh, in our city, and, and, and so many people have been involved and went to school there over the year that we wanted to honor that. And so that's, that's us. those are some ways we've done that. Some of the JCM memorabilia and, 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 and jerseys and things will be incorporated into mm -hmm. our building mm -hmm. as well. And so we will, we will be um, Jackson Central Mary uh, Early College High and, um, and working with the IM JCM uh, Coalition. Um, they have been very helpful in, in uh, helping us to get the word out to students. And we will continue to foster that relationship as we move into our new building uh, this fall. That's awesome. Uh, so you're keeping some history and then also forging ahead, uh, yes. which is a which is sometimes a hard balance to strike. And one of my goals is is the leader of the early college high is to have a school that uh, former JCM graduates 
uh, and, and others can look at and be proud of and, and look in, in, in uh, three years from now, students walking across and getting their high school diploma one night and within a, a short amount of time, within a few days, walking across Jackson State or TCAT's campus and getting uh, a certificate or an associate's degree uh, in, in a very short amount of time uh, and completing that. And, and that can be something not only JCM uh, graduates, but, but all of Jackson can be very proud of. So people are going to have to start stock more graduation party supplies. Yes. That, that may be a, a business out yeah. there that we need to look at. Um, I'll, if you start that, please let me know, and I'll expect a royalty check. Um, yes. So what can, uh, what can we, what, as citizens of the city of Jackson, do to support the Jackson-Madison County school system and your new school? Great question. Um, obviously, at this point, there's a lot of change going on. There's there's a lot of movement, um, but but uh, change uh, can be good, and mm -hmm. sometimes change is necessary. Mm -hmm. uh, we serve a very diverse student population mm -hmm. in Jackson, which is great, which is is unique. But that brings about challenges, and are we best meeting the needs of all of our students? And what can we do to enhance that? And what programs can we offer? And, and um, JCM Early College High is just one of those programs that we can offer uh, to that. You have the Academy at Northeast. You have um, some of the, the different programs um, that are offered at, at the high schools. Um, you know, what are some things we're going to do in the middle schools? Is, is that take shape? As now we have some K through eighth programs. Is, mm -hmm. is we have some movement going on. And, and so I would say to find out as much as possible. I feel that our system has done a good job having parent meetings and parent input. And you know, we may not all get what we want. Um, but but are, are we getting input in that? Are we helping to shape that? And, and it may not look exactly what I thought it was going to look like, um, but but am I going to be part of that process, not only to develop, but, but to enhance it? And um, I think the more people find out, the more people are involved, the more people um, you know question, as long as that question is saying, how can we make this better? How can we give our students, and not just my child, Yeah every child the best education possible um i want i obviously want my daughter to have a good education yeah. and as her parent i want to ensure that that happens and her mother wants to ensure that that happens but what about the child that doesn't have anybody saying that for them what about the child that doesn't have someone coming and, and saying what is out there for my child yeah. and who's standing up for them and so I think it's important that we remember we're in this for all students and, and that we want to help students. And, and one of the things I like about um, Dr. Ruffin is in meetings with her and, and, and at other times, I've seen her uh, make decisions because she thought, uh, in my opinion, she thought it was what was best for all students. Mm -hmm. And sometimes as a parent uh, and as employees, we see it from our perspective. Yeah. But we often forget about the 13,000 public school students that are in our system mm -hmm. and and are we meeting the needs of all of those students nathan thank you for helping to make jackson a better place and choosing to make it home i'm just a small part of that but i am, am glad to have the opportunity to be working in my hometown well that brings us to the end of another episode of our jackson home and we mentioned tcat we mentioned Jackson State, and we've had interviews with both Jeff Sisk and Bruce Blanding. Feel free to go check those out and make sure that you uh, are cheering for uh, the early college high school and um, Jackson be continuing to try to improve our education to make it the best in the country. So uh, thank you for listening to our Jackson Home, and we'll be back soon.
Today's podcast was hosted by Kevin Adelsberger. Our intro music was performed by Aaron Harden. It was recorded live at The Co. To find out more about The Co., visit their website at attheco.com. To find out more about our Jackson home and to read more about how amazing Jackson is, visit rjacksonhome.com.